All right, I want to make sure everybody can hear me real quick. One second. All right, we good, we good, we good, we good, we good. So let me know if it's any issues with the audio. I'm using uh, voice meter banana again. So appreciate everybody who tuned in. Don't forget the best way you can help the channel out is thumbs up the video, share the video, subscribe to the channel. Uh, if you haven't, uh, we live on Twitter and Twitch. Uh, go support us over there. Hit the link tree. Um, it's right on your screen. If you can't, uh, click the uh, link in the YouTube description. Um, if you're watching outside of YouTube, it's right there. Uh, uh, link tree backslash uh, Goodfella TV. Um, you can find me on Twitter, Twitch, Instagram, Amazon Music, Google Podcast, Spotify, Anchor, Cash App, Venmo, PayPal. Uh, shout out to Ranchy for the donation after we went live yesterday. So uh, appreciate that. Caught that at the end. Uh, shout out to pay per view, uh, PVC pay per view, Palooza as well, too, for supporting the channel. Um, uh, but yeah, yeah, we're here today, man. Don't forget you can support the channel by thumbs up the video. I appreciate y'all. If y'all check out the podcast, I have some exclusive stuff coming real quick uh, uh, to the podcast that you want to hear on these channels or platforms. Um, rate the podcast for your boy. I appreciate that. Um, follow me, sub to me on the podcast. This will be made available right after the show go off. So uh, probably a couple hours, you can find it everywhere. Immediately, you can find it on Anchor. I can find it on Spotify. So, um, but yeah, man, let's uh, get into it. Today, we're going to talk about does Tank Davis deserve credit for the Ryan Garcia knockout slash win? Uh, no spinning, uh, but and not spinning. Errol Spence looks out of shape. All right. Shout out to my bro, Ricky. You donated plenty of times. Appreciate you. But let's get this thing started. Okay, I'm reloaded. All right, let's go. So, uh, but yeah, you know, it's a lot of talk about Geronte Davis, uh, about the mole in the cap, it being uh, the uh, the Olympian. I forget, I can't pronounce that dude name. Um, you know, revealing himself as a mold. Um, Leonard Ellaby saying they had a mole in the camp. Tank saying they had a mole in the camp. I mean, they went out. They went out their way. They went out their way to make sure Tank won this fight. They left no stone unturned. Literally, they left no stone unturned. They had a mole. They had a weight. They had a weight thing going on. And apparently, the mole in the camp said that uh, alerted them that he had hurt Ryan Garcia to the body. Now, is that does that have something to do with why Tank Davis went to the body? I think it might. And a dude, he's a Mongolian, uh, a Mongolian spawn partner. Ardenbat, Tessin, Bart, Batara, or whatever. And, and my thing is this dude. I, I mean, he might have took some money out of, out of his sparring part, out of, out of his pocket. That man might have took some money because I wouldn't want nobody in the camp, you know, that I'm an employee. You got to remember, he's an employee of Ryan Garcia. He's an employee of Ryan Garcia, bro. So I mean, I I don't know if, I, if I'm somebody else. I'm in, I'm not. I'm not. Uh, I'm not. Honestly, well, nobody tell nothing that's going on in my camp. Real quick, real talk. 
I don't want to tell nobody. Like, dude, I, I'm Paul. You, Paul, I hired you, and you doing this. But my thing is, they went out their way with some of this stuff. The weight, you know, what I'm saying the mold in the camp. Uh, they been Oscar and uh, uh, Bernard from the post fight uh, uh, press conferences. You know, the, everything was on their terms. The rehydration clause, the catch weight. They had a mole in the camp. I mean, you can go on and on and on and on about the advantages they had in this fight. They had, they had a tremendous amount of advantages. You know, and, and, and the one that, 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 that takes the cake is that Ryan Garcia... Once you, he, he's, a, he, he's not that good. He's not that good. Ryan Garcia is not that good. Well, you have to do you have to do all this to beat Ryan Garcia to show you beat Ryan Garcia. You know what I'm saying? You did, he did all this to make sure he beat Ryan Garcia. That tells a lot. That tell me a lot about the insecurities and the questions they had about if he was going to win this fight. And when you look at Ryan Garcia for what he is, bro. He's really a glorified prospect. He's really a glorified prospect. That's what Ryan Garcia is. He's a glorified prospect. Simple as that. He's a glorified prospect. And they went over a hell of hot water to be the glorified prospect. Let that marinate in your mind like neck bone juice, like my boy Country Wayne say. They had to ensure they won this fight. They, they were not confident, bro. They were they were not confident that he was going to win this fight. They were not. They were not confident that he was going to go ahead and win this fight, bro. You don't do you don't do all of that, bro. You don't do all of that, bro. They they went the extra several miles to make sure he beat Ryan Garcia. Not only just in the contract and some of the bullshit that was in the contract. You had somebody inside his camp feeding you information. They they were they were not confident. They not he Toronto Davis is not a confident fighter, bro. He's not a confident fighter, bro. He's not. And Corey Ryan didn't make no excuse about the weight. He said his legs felt weak going to the ring, but he said once the fight and adrenaline got going, he didn't even know that he didn't he didn't feel weak. He did all this shit to beat Ryan Garcia, bro. Think about that for a minute. Imagine if you if you wanted him to fight Lomachenko. Imagine if you want him to fight Haney or Shakur, whatever, Breeze, whatever, however you want to talk about it, because Sabrina Matias called him out. We know that ain't happening, right? He had to do all this to beat Ryan Garcia, dog. So imagine what type of contract would be in there for Shakur Stevenson, or Devin Haney, or Sabrina Matias, or Regis Progress, or Tiafima Lopez, which Mayweather said he would love to see. And on top of that, on top of all of that, he says that Mayweather advice was one of the keys to beat Ryan Garcia. This motherfucker needed 
everything. That's him. That's him when he had to sign the Ryan Garcia contract. <laughs> no, he said, oh, he did. Mayweather gave me some great advice to be white. Like, this nigga was fighting Muhammad Ali. Like, he was fighting Muhammad Ali, bro. Oh, it's holiday season, nigga. Come on, man. Like, he was fighting Muhammad Ali. Like damn! Like damn! How much you, you what you needed the the uh, the the, uh, the boxing encyclopedia? This dude said, "Well, Mayweather gave me the key the keys to be uh to be Ryan Garcia." Like dog. This motherfucker had the answers to the test and still wasn't sure he could he could he can beat that. How much shit you need? Oh, man, boy, I can see if it was like, bro, nigga, I can see if it was like, and of course a lot of y'all are not going to see nothing wrong with this shit, bro. And I'm, I always going to speak my truth. If people don't like it, fuck them. Straight up and down. Fuck them. That is what it is. Get him out of here. Get them, Get them out of here. Get him out of here. Right? This nigga needed everything to beat Ryan Garcia. One thing, and I don't even like Ryan Garcia. I don't even like dog, bro. And I have a dog. I, I fuck with Tate before I fuck with Ryan Garcia. I have a dog in the race, to be honest, bro. This, this dude needed everything. This nigga needed Da Vinci Code, the ingredients, the Coca-Cola. Like, dog, what, what did he need? This is Ryan Garcia, my G. This is Ryan Garcia, bro. He's a prospect. Don't believe nothing that the media is saying, bro. This is Ryan Garcia. Not Danny Garcia. Not even Hector Luis Garcia. This is a dude... That's a gimmick. He didn't have a jab. He didn't have footwork. Didn't know how to get his head off the line. Didn't even know how to throw a one-two. He wasn't even confident that he was going to beat this man, bro. He was not confident at all. At all. Hey, Tank, man, you know, I heard Ryan to the body and can't make sure you throw some body shots. Tell Mayweather thanks for the uh, for the free Reebok or some shit like that, bro. This nigga is so weak, bro. That niggas is weak in boxing, bro. We ain't even I can see if it was Regis. I'm like, all right, man, I get it, man. That nigga's a threat. I can see if it was Terrence Crawford or Spitz. It's like, bro, I don't know, man. Maybe, maybe I'm tripping. Maybe I'm fucking tripping. Ryan Garcia, like, dog, I don't, dog, you can watch a little tape on Ryan Garcia and expose him. Like Ryan said, he said, y'all not worried about me, I only got a left hook, but y'all need all this shit to stop me. All Ryan Garcia was doing in this fight was cashing out. I told y'all from the beginning, just don't listen to me, don't listen to Floyd, don't listen to Al Bernstein, don't listen to the coach, just watch the, watch the fighter. In his natural habitat in the ring, 
no highlights, and tell me what you think about Ryan Garcia. Just tell me what you think. Don't have a commentary on. Just watch Ryan Garcia move and tell me what you think. Daniel, what's going on, bro? He said Adrian Ramirez, I like both fighters, but no, Tank does not get credit for the Ryan win. He wanted every advantage to be Ryan. So all that talk about Ryan being a YouTuber, TikTok, and social media star. Exa that's exactly what I'm saying, bro. You telling me you couldn't just took this dude out without all that shit, bro? Like, I don't get it. Tarver said it best. Uh, Tank is too good uh, to not believe in himself. I ain't hear Tarver say that, but it sounds like something Tarver would say. Exactly. If you don't believe... If if something holds you back, usually these niggas walk around when they when they got tank record, when they got tank ability, with their chest poked out, they tough. You know what I'm saying? They feel like they could take on the world. Like Mike Tyson, when he was young, he felt like he was like the toughest dude. You supposed to feel like you can't nobody whoop your ass. It's like when Mike Tyson tried to flinch at Floyd Mayweather, and Floyd Mayweather didn't even flinch, bro. Like, you, you supposed to walk around like, you know, ah, you know, at that age, he don't believe, Ezra, I don't know why he don't believe in himself. Hey, it is what it is. Of course you didn't get crazy. I don't give a fuck about none of that. I don't give a fuck about what you're saying. None of that, bro. I don't give a fuck about none of that. I don't care about none of that. We talking facts. You, you want to come on and tell me, tell me something? Let me know. You can come on. Let me know. Like Killer Cam said, let me know. I'm going to get that arrow spits because they were sharing that in the Discord. Shout out to folks. He said, according to Ryan, I think he walked around between 150 and 160. He was uh, weighed under 145. Dude wasn't drained. He weighed in under 145. What that got to do with anything, bro? He was. I mean, I don't know. I'm not saying that he was or wasn't drained. That nothing to do with me. He signed the contract. But why put a rehydration clause on them then? Why do all this shit if you know you're going to win, bro? If you pose, you supposed to be two or three steps above Ryan Garcia, why do this, bro? Anybody give me a good explanation why I do this? This wasn't a top five. Like, dog, he hadn't fought at 135 and, and since 2021. Then they told him he couldn't take a fight uh, before the end of last year. Rowdy fight coming up next. Even on FanDuel, they know they're making him the favorite. He lose. They cook. Sport corrupt and take on the great. Escape to 1-4. He don't rematch Rowdy. You ain't stupid, bro. You ain't stupid, man. Every hardcore fan knows when this fight got made, Tank was going to flatten him. They banking on Rowdy to win the belt, so Tank can move up and take Rowdy's belt. I always thought this was a cheery pick. Tank still had... Still ain't had a 50-50 fight. Now, to be fair, a lot of these guys ain't never had a 50-50 fight. There's motherfuckers that's been undisputed. There's people who've been unified champions. There's people that say they... It's a lot of these dudes who never had a 50-50 fight. Let's keep it real. A lot of guys never had a 50-50 fight. That's current. Earl Spence first 50-50 fight would be versus Terrence Crawford. Terrence Crawford first 50-50 fight would be versus Earl Spence. Look at Jamel Charlo's resume. What 50 50 fight has he ever had? You know? Jamal Charlo. David Benavidez. Shit, Caleb Plant. He was an underdog. I'll give that to Benavidez a plant. Or Benavidez Canelo. So I'm, that's not a great example. You know what I'm saying? 
You know, Devin Haney ain't never had a 50-50 fight neither. Shakira never had a 50 It's a lot of these dudes. I mean, it's dudes that's well into their 30s who never had 50-50 fights, bro. Americana had more underdog and 50-50 fights than a lot of these dudes combined. Real talk. So, we, I mean, we, he, he's not alone there. And that's just the politics and the business of boxing. A lot of these dudes are being swayed away. They want to wait till somebody slow down or wait till somebody show a chicken. All right, boxing always been like that. Sugar Ray Leonard did it to Marvin Hagler when he, he felt like Mugabe kind of might have took something out of him. It's called taking the fight at the right time. And that's why I commend Danny Garcia. I really don't be trying to dog Danny Garcia out because Danny Garcia took on Lucas Matias when he was at the peak of his powers and he tamed him. He jumped in the ring when Lucas Matisse was at the peak of his powers. Like his daddy said, we didn't have to pick him. They fought him. You know what I'm saying? So when you fight when you fight these dudes when they was at the peak of their powers, bro, like, you know, that, that, that says a lot about Danny. Say what you want to say about Cherry Pick Danny Garcia. Danny Garcia picked Matias when he was flatlining motherfucker. He flatlined Lamont in like two two rounds. Dude was a cold stone cold killer. Jose Martinez took Paul Williams when he was at the peak of his powers. Fought him twice. Thought he won the first fight. They iced him in the second. Shout out to Paul Williams for taking on him. Margarito still fought uh, Paul Williams too. So it used to be a lot more common back then when, when the networks had matchmakers or match, matchmaker approvers. You know, you had real throwback type of guys. You know, I'm going to drain Paul Williams and I'm going to drain... Carlos Katana. Carlos Katana beat Paul Williams too and they ran it back and Paul Williams beat him. You know this bullshit between Jermaine Taylor and Bernard Hopkins. You got to wear this, do this, that, and the third. Winky White, Bernard Hopkins. All that shit happened. You ever see Sergio Martinez asking for a rehydration clause versus Kelly Pavlik? He took him how he took it how he came. All that in the previous era of boxing. You know, Tim, 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 Tim Bradley, Lamont Peterson. It, it was great fights. You know, everybody calling Brandon Rios a fucking weight bully at lightweight when he was bulldozing cats at lightweight. You hear that shit. You hear that term, bro. He was bigger than everybody. Man, he fought Anthony Peterson, and Peterson, I believe, got DQ'd in that fight. Rios was bigger than everybody at, at 135. You didn't hear them type of terms being thrown around. There wasn't no excuses. There wasn't all this. Bull Pacquiao. Was the only one doing shit like that. He was such a nice guy, such a small guy that people felt bad for him. So he, you know, in the media gave him a pass. But all these stipulations, shit was really unheard of, you know. Really, before Sugar Ray Leonard got in this motherfucker, dude. To be honest, that's the one who really put all these stipulations in. Twelve rounds, no fifth. A lot of people say Nate tell you. They say the reason they went from fifteen to twelve because Sugar Ray Leonard. It is what it is. To this day. It is what it is. So, I mean, I mean, just imagine, you know, what it's going to take for him to get in the ring with somebody of, of, of that, that he think he can beat him. And people will talk about his power so terrifying, and it is. Speed, IQ. I mean, he got all the makings to really go out there and put the work in to be the best fighter in boxing. He got the makings to be the face of the boxing. He got everything you want. Power, speed, skills, fan base, the backing. But, you know, just like every great uh, athlete, it's, it's a chink in their armor. 
It's a weakness. His weakness just so happened to be he don't believe. He don't believe in doing. Or somebody talking to Mata of believing in doing. But the only way you truly could be the face of boxing, like what Canelo, what Canelo said, what Canelo had to do, you got to fight guys. Like it or not, Canelo still had to get in there with uh with uh, uh Austin Trout, Miguel Cotto. He had to get in there with Triple G. He had to get in there with Danny Jacobs. He had to get in there with Irsandi Lara. You know what I'm saying? He still had to get in there with, with guys. He was able to avoid the Charlo twins. He was able to avoid uh 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 who am I missing? Uh 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 Demetrius Andrade. But on top of that, he fought somebody that they didn't fight, Irsandi Lara. So that was fair game. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, he fought Hosea Zita Lopez when they thought he was going to be able to get Victor, Victor Ortiz. That's what they want to do, Victor Ortiz and Canelo. But uh, Zita Lopez cracked Victor Ortiz's jaw open. You know what I'm saying? But he took enough of all. He Even Canelo with a built-in fan base from fighting on free Mexican TV and being featured on a lot of cards with Mayweather, he still had to go fight the Austin Trout. He still had to go fight the Laras. He still had to fight the Triple Gs, the Danny Jacobs. The He still had to take certain fights. He still had to take the proper precautions to get to where he at. And that's the only thing missing in Tank resume. And also, he had, he not at a popular weight class at 35. 40, any, you know, anything below 44 or 47, it's hard to be a pay-per-view star at. It's hard. You know, and, and like I said, I never came on here and said I wasn't going to give him full credit for beating Ryan Garcia if he beat him or didn't beat him. My thing was, I didn't think much of Ryan Garcia to begin with. I didn't. I didn't think much of Ryan Garcia to begin with. And and that's my that's my opinion. I watch Ryan Garcia, and I don't... Uh, I don't see nothing. I see a lot of athletic ability, and I see a lot of uh, a lot of vulnerability, a lot of a lot of weaknesses, and that's why that's what and, and they still try to drag their feet on making this fight, bro. And they still try to drag their feet on making this fight. Tell me why? Tell me why? Huh? Why are they trying to drag their feet on making this fight? Come on, why do they need all these stipulations? That's what I just won't fucking know. But can't nobody say, oh, I'm hating, or you just don't like Tank, or can't nobody explain to me why they put all these stipulations in here? Explain it. It's like going to heaven and finding God smoking crack. Tell me why. Who, who can articulate why? When Ryan had to drop weight, uh, I knew he was going to lose. I mean, even with the weight, I feel like he still was going to lose. This is my opinion. With the way Tank talked, he acted like he knocked out Devin Haney and Shakur in the same night. The poster fight, and a, lot of the, a lot of media made it a 50-50 fight because they didn't like Terrence Crawford. That's just simply what that was. Guys, I was about to say Khan. Khan got a bunch of fucking 50-50 fights or fights he was the underdog in. Real talk. Well, Mayweather and Pacquiao had a 50-50 fight. Now, in my opinion, not at that point, it wasn't. Floyd was supposed to win that fight. Had he fought him in 09, 2010, something like that, then yeah. He didn't want to still fight Pacquiao, man. Showtime made him fight him. I don't know. You keep asking like I know. Did I say I knew when the announcement was? Mark Nash, what's going on, bro? Let's subscribe to Mark Nash uh, 
uh, TV, man. Shout out to my brother, Mark Nash. Shout out to the 404. Uh, he said, Ray said they did, uh, Ray said they did 1.5 pay per views. Yeah, I give a fuck what Ray say. You got like this nigga is, is Sugar Ray Leonard. Can't fuck with that gay ass. Let me stop. That Mook say? Shit. He said, You was right about Ryan Garcia, but without the hydration clause and all stipulations, fight would have been epic. I don't, I don't really know, man. I just think he, he lacks the, uh, he lacks the, uh, he lacks the, and people say, oh, he's not focused, and, you know, he lacks fundamentals. If he had fundamentals, he'd be world champion. He'd be world champion. You come into the fight, and, you know, I mean, he wasn't going to get fundamentals overnight. And we can, we can talk about uh, Ryan Garcia. It's for Ryan Garcia, bro. It's only so long that fake thugs can pretend, bro. It's all good for Ryan Garcia. He's a gimmick. It's a, you know, you got to look at how they moving, guys. And they tell, they tell a lot about him. Josh Taylor got 18 fights, and look how fast they moved him. You look through the resume, he fighting in the United States. Anytime a foreign fighter come over, he had a great interview with uh, Brian Custer that uh, came up today, too. Anytime you see guys, foreign guys, especially British guys, fighting in the United States early in their career like Josh Taylor, and they moving them fast, He's a very talented fighter. And you look at certain guys, how they move on. Look at Gary Russell. The first 20 fights was nobody. You got to ask yourself why. Lomachenko had three like three or four fights going into the Gary Russell fight. But they were all, you know, all the all experience he had versus Lando Salido was, 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 was greater than 20 nobodies that Gary Russell fought. And that's just being real. So when you see somebody getting moved in, in, in small increments and... In, in, not not getting challenged and, 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 and continue to fight nobodies, it's hard to step up and say, you know what, we're going to jump uh, two or three levels and, and go straight to Hall of Fame mode and start fighting top fighters. It don't work that way. It don't work that way. And all Gary Garcia did was, 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 was he hid. He was selective in his, in his, in his, in his, in his uh, opponents. And he cashed out versus Tank Davis. Him going to 140 pounds, he ain't got a best chance in hell. He can say, oh, Oscar said, well, he's going to come back bigger, better, deafer, and stronger, and he's going to come back better, and he's going to come back. No, he's not. If you couldn't beat somebody that's 5'5", five, five, what you going to do with guys who who going to just walk you down and take your lunch and not even leave you a piece of ham off, off, off the damn sandwich? He can't do shit with them guys. You couldn't dominate guys at 30. You couldn't dominate guys at 35. He can't do that with them. People say, we just need to be focused and, man, do you understand the lack of, the disadvantage that he really at? He don't have footwork. He don't move his head. He don't got the footwork to get his head off the line, so he don't have to move his head that, that much. He don't have a one-two. He don't have a one. So think of that. He got a height advantage versus anybody damn near, maybe versus not named Benakatani at 35. He don't know how to jab. He don't know how to step to the side. He don't know how to weave. He don't know how to get on his toes. The first thing you learn to do is your foot. Your stance. When you that when you that tall and you don't know how to jab, bro. Come on, man. A jab, a, a good, a great jab would have took him to, to at least the championship rounds. 
A great job wouldn't allow Tank Davis just to tee off on him like that. He don't have a jab. And thinking that he's going to be a world champion, man, I mean, it's going to be very strategic. It's going to have to be like Rolando Rodney Romero. Somebody who ain't got a skill set, just like him. And, and that, that's what's going to be. Him being a Jack Catterall, him being a uh, 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 Robbie Shadrew, if he's able to come back here, he can't be some of the contenders at 140 pounds. Y'all smoking crack? Y'all smoking that crack? Are you habitually using drugs, stimulants, alcohol? Come on. You know what they would do to Ryan Garcia at 140 pounds. That's the beauty of it. I grab a dog and I choke him and I, I kick the shit out of him. And I, and I all day long, I put up a dog's ass. Just bang, bang, bang up his ass. That that's exactly what's going to happen to Ryan Garcia. That's what's happening to Ryan. They're going to have that boy wide open up there. Motherfucker gonna be they gonna press charges with CPS for child abuse. You send that little kid to one forty gonna get dog. That motherfucker need to retire. Or go do YouTube box community and fight Jake Paul and all them. He might lose some of them niggas up there to be honest. He might lose some of them. They might have tons of fun with Ryan Garcia in the YouTube championship community, dude. Oh, if I cast, I might lay that nigga flat out. Flat out. King Kong ain't got shit on me. You know, but the that, that that man, all the focus on he would have to. What Ryan Garcia would have to do was take fifty steps backwards. He would have to go back to the bare minimum basics. Stance. He probably need to take an aerobics class, like Holyfield should be doing a little dance class, salsa class. He had to worry about moving forward, moving back. He had to do so many endorsements just to focus on on that. And then the thing about it is, it's not teaching somebody that. That's why they tell you to start with you young. It's a cutoff period in boxing a lot of times. And the guys that don't make that cutoff period, they are successful. They're very, very awkward. They lack the fundamentals. Just learning to move, move forward and back, and sidestep and, and use the jab. And applying it in a in a real situation, that's hard, bro. Cause what you gonna do? He, he 24 years old. He been doing it. He been been allowed to skate by by doing this shit his whole boxing career. So you think a, a a year of hard training really gonna change him for the better? Especially after getting knocked out. Uh, yeah. The amount of work that he would have to put in for this to stick. He would have to cut off everything he's doing in life right now and just focus on this. You know what I'm saying? He'll go a long way with a with a with a with a one-two. He'll go a long way. With his height, his reach, his speed, throwing a one, throwing a two. It's fighters that got Kobe got Baba throwing a one-two. Motherfucker ain't got no three, no hook for real. So he got a hook. But if he just focus on how to step to the side. His chin was a little, his chin was tucked better in this fight too. How to throw, how to just throw different jabs. How to sneak the right hand in there. It'd be natural for somebody to stick the left hook in there. You know what I'm saying? And I tell you that it's way more important to have straighter punches than hooks. And hooks are very important. Don't get me wrong. You need a great hook. But we've seen some great fighters get by without having great hooks. 
We seen some good, right? You know, uh, uh, Ray Charles was on hooks. You know, he threw a jab, a little quick jab here and there. But that jab, we didn't see. We didn't see that jab take motherfuckers all like Lear Holmes to the top, Muhammad Ali to the top, Thomas Hearns to the top. That jab can take you all the way to Hollywood, baby. You know, if he, he, he I don't know, man. I, you know, me personally, if I was his coach, I, I just had that motherfucker working on footwork, dance class. You know, stepping back, stepping to the side. I wouldn't even say, just keep your chin tucked, my nigga. Throw it and working on that jab, perfecting it, perfecting it. You know, you that tall, that rangy over Tank Davis, and you you don't break a jab. And the thing about it is, Tank didn't throw a lot of jabs in the fight neither. Tank just focused on the counter. He focused on him making him miss that left hook, making him make mistakes. And Ryan Garcia did a great job of keeping his chin tucked. He didn't bear his chin and flop as much as it did in previous fights. But ultimately, maybe that wasn't exposed because Tank Davis just chose to use power shots to chop the tree down because he knew he was hurt to the body. He said, I'm from New Orleans, but I live in Baltimore. I argue with cats all the time. They talk shit about region, but I know Tank will never fight him. Of course they won't. Regis is all risk, no reward. What's the, what you get for what you get for fighting Regis Pro? He get the WBC title. It ain't a pay that. Hey, maybe he could be Regis Progress. I ain't ruling it out. But one thing, excuse me, we know about Regis Progress is that he can take a punch and he a dog. You think he a man? Yeah. This fight was uh, was named versus name. Nothing more. Tank was supposed to win this fight. The stipulation was just make sure there was no hiccups. Lewis Garrett said it best in a, in a couple lines. Tank Garcia was a money grab for sure, for, especially on on on, on I mean on Ryan's side. What up, boy? Techno China salute. He said Tank is at least ten years ahead of Ryan's skill. Man, you might John B. You 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 might be you you might just be you might be ten years off too. But you right. Who got a great jab in boxing? Jamal Charlo, Terrence Crawford, Earl Spence. Um, Devin Haney's jab is really good. Uh, Shakur got a good. There's a number of them. Deontay Waddle, when he actually chose to throw it. Um, better be, I've got a really great power jab. Golovkin jab. Golovkin, Golovkin might be, uh, he probably got the best variation of the jab I could think of. Golovkin could throw it as a power shot. He could throw it as a peppering jab. You know, that's one thing about Golovkin, you know, and I don't like giving him credit for how he moved, but one thing about Golovkin, he can, he, he can vary that jab. He knows how to use it. You know what I'm saying? He throw that bitch like a straight right hand. You know what I'm saying? He a paw with it. He a, he a piston-like, he'll throw a piston-like jab. That's why Canelo had, couldn't get his ass out of there. Gennady Golovkin, that amateur background, he know how to throw. He know how to throw. I don't think nobody throw a better variation of uh, the jab than Gennady Golovkin, bro. To be honest, I can't think of nobody who varied their jab like like Gennady Golovkin in boxing. You know what I'm saying? Gennady Golovkin is step with a hard jab. Better be up for a really good power speed jab. He got the best power speed jab in boxing. I don't even know if that's a thing, but the way he throw it, that motherfucker fast and it's a hard power jab. Golovkin just step in with it to break your guard. And he hits you with it. It's, it's, it's actually a power shot. You know what I'm saying? 
Golovkin got, you know, he threw a really good power jab. Better BF kind of throw. He threw a power jab, but it got a lot of speed on him. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's both. It's, it's for the it's for the same reason. It's to really open that guard up. You know what I'm saying? You know, it's really to open that guard up. But that motherfucker land, it feel like a power shot. It feel like a power shot. I can tell the way he hit motherfuckers with it. You know, you got some people who just, you know, who kind of just throw uh, like a peppering jab or, you know, you got the little Klitschko jab. And they kind of par with it and shit. They don't really allow that no more. Deontay Wilder got a really good jab when he chooses to throw it, though. I'm trying to think of somebody else. Jamal got a great jab. Jamal, Jamal got a really good, uh, consistent jab. Really good, consistent jab. Well, who else? Uh, Jack Catterall got a really good jab, too. That motherfucker accurate. Good guy, too. I interviewed a few years ago. Accurate jab. Uh, you gotta give some more guys before I move on top of the Crawford Spence to close it out. Um, I want to get out somebody. Victor Postal got a really good jab. Somebody brought him up earlier. You know, really good jab. That's how you know some people you take their jab away, and that's it. Yeah, Beaver got a really great jab. Beaver was a fucking phenomenal fighter, bro. If you really kind of look at some of the things he do, uh, Uncle, that was a bad pick by Canelo. Beaver, Beaver got a you know Beaver is very unconventional. Um, unorthodox in a way, not lefty or right, just unconvinced, just a real awkward fighter. But you don't really see it because he make it look so fluid. Some of the things he do, somebody's breaking it down on Instagram. Some of the things that he do, he get away with. Um, that you know they don't teach you to do, but he make it look so good that you know you watching the fight, you just don't pay attention to it. You know, at one point, you know, he was a guy that just kept uh, rolling out, rolling out. He'll throw a bunch of combinations with quick hand speed, and he'll roll out the same way. But he was doing different things, fainting, keeping guys off balance. He got great hand speed, great footwork, awkward footwork. Uh, you know, all-around all great fire. Got great, great leverage on his shots. Um, you know, his feet always underneath him. He's always on balance, no matter how awkward his foot his footwork is. Uh, you know, fucking tough to beat, bro. That motherfucker, that that day, you, if you really break him down, uh, I mean, you can't even take a. It's like Rubizio Ramirez, real quick. Like some of the things Rubizio Ramirez was doing versus Dog Bay, they was talking about how squaring up on the ropes and how his feet was all over the place. Um, you know, teach you how to do it, and they say, well, you know, Dog Bay could have took advantage of it. It's kind of like Aaron Rodgers. You know, his footwork terrible, but you know, he just got the natural talent to make up for it, bro. And uh, you know, some people, some people look sloppy. Would they be unconventional? Some people make it look good. Some people make it look good. Bobby O, what's going on? Some people make it look good. How many pay-per-views? I don't know. I can't call it. You know, you won't you won't know until the end of the week. Maybe into next week. So I, I think it did pretty well. Uh, a lot of people talk about it at the barbershop and all that type of stuff. So I think it did pretty well, bro. So, um, but let's move on to Crawford. So apparently they had a. Uh, you know, they had this, oh, here it goes, it's on Twitter, so hold on, I can pull it up. So, Earl Spence said a few things on uh, on Instagram as well, too, and I, I, and I, I will pull those things up um, regarding the fight, right? It is subliminals or whatever, and then Sean Tazil, who I met in Vegas at 1.2, good dude, bro. 
solid dude, do good work, gotta get Sean his credit, right? So Sean was actually interviewing Earl Spence and shit, right? Probably since I know I let y'all uh, talking about this stuff, so let's go. All right, all right, all right, let's go. So he actually was interviewing Earl Spence and uh and, and kind of you know asked him about the fight and then he asked him about the Terence Crawford fight and he wouldn't answer and his boy and Earl Spence boy said, well he's not answering for a reason. There's a reason why he not answer your question, so he went main mum on it. Now he went on Instagram and made and said some things about the fight, and I'll get into it. Now they showed this picture. They were saying, "Well, he don't look like he in June 17th type of shape. He look kind of chubby in, in this picture, or whatever." Like I said, I ain't got the greatest eyes in the world. I will say that you know I don't have the greatest eyes. But people saying like he looking out of shape and don't like he gonna fight no time soon or whatever like that. Um, I mean, shit, I mean, how many people really stand ready, bro? Who? How many people really stand prepared if you, you know, you don't know when you're fighting or you don't know this, that, and the third happening? How many people really stand prepared and ready, man? You know, some people are disciplined enough to stay ready. Um, your numbers call. I mean, how many times you see the backup quarterback don't even know where the fuck his helmet at? You know what I'm saying? Because he don't expect to get in the game or whatever, so, um... One thing about PBC, man, I will defend him on is you just never know. You never know. You heard, you know, who was he? I forget who was talking about. Anytime they fight, they just kept getting, I don't know when I'm fighting. As they said that was supposed to be in the summer. It was Keith Thurman. He got pushed back to the fall. And he got pushed back all the way eventually to February. So, um, I mean, you know, it is what it is. Like I said, man, uh, they don't fight, they don't fight. Um, you know, you got, you know, blood people, blood sister throwing stuff out there. I think he's just trying to get back to trolling. Uh, you know, they, you know, as another says, he believe it's gonna get done and all this type shit, dude. That's just to the point. Like, I'm totally turned off to it, bro. I think a lot of people totally turned off, and I feel like a lot of people feel like if it don't happen this summer, it's just to the point. Like, all right, you know, let's move on. You know, I, you know, Earl Spence can strip that weight down at any given moment. You know, Earl Spence might be putting on weight. You know. And then cutting down when it's fight night to have a physical advantage. It's, it's you know, it's all it's all a, a science to it. Some people walk around big and, and, and cut down so they can have a physical advantage. Roberto Duran was known for doing that. That's why Sugar Ray Leonard wanted the media rematch. He know Roberto Duran went back to Panama, ate a bunch of food, and he knew it was going to be hard for him to cut down the weight. But he liked to get he liked to you know, and that dude. I mean, it puts stress on your body. But you still kind of like, like, you know, somebody that cut down weight, but you could, you know, that lost a lot of weight, but you still could see the bone structure. Like, they really was, they still kind of like, like Benavidez, still kind of big boned. You know what I'm saying? So, um, like I said, that's up to him, man. Like, you know, only he know, and I put up the Instagram post, only he know what's going on. You know, uh, yeah, he's been there for a long time, bro. It's a money division. You know, and if that's yeah, that's gonna be his excuse to move up at this point. We just don't give a fuck. If this if this storybook ended in in and they don't fight, good. Just let's keep it moving. Cause ain't nobody ever gonna settle on who fought it was and who fought it wasn't. Nobody gonna be in the negotiations. Nobody was gonna be there at the end of the day. History is always gonna blame the less popular fighter, and that's Terence Crawford. And when you don't be friendly with the media, you don't uh, befriend the media, you don't show love and talk to the media, then they vilify you. That's, a simple, that's simply what it is. And it's no different from the local dummy boss community saying that 
You know, we only support the guys who support us. Who only interview with us and we can monetize. I don't fuck. I don't get down like that, bro. I you don't talk to me. You don't talk to me. Cool. You know, you know, like it or not, I don't know. I got I got my subs by by commentary, not off interviews. If I want to interview, yeah, I could do that. I could do it. It's it's nothing. But just choose not to. But while they say it ain't like I'm dick riding and done no shit, would I be dick riding if I went over there, Granddad? Just say what up, just to dab him up. I'm <laughs> magnificent move the town. Oh man. But uh but yeah, you know, people say, Oh man, he look heavy here, he look out of shape for shit and Hey man, it's prerogative, man. When you ain't fought in over a year, and that's kind of what I was saying. Like Saturday, I think after the fight Saturday night, or I was saying this some at some point. Maybe it was yesterday. You know what I'm saying? And 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 what I was saying was, what I was saying was, like with all the inactivity and stuff and stuff of that nature, it's just like man, it's gonna hurt a lot of these dudes, bro. It's gonna hurt a lot of these, a lot of these dudes leaving a lot of money on the table, and then you gotta ask yourself like, name how many fighters ain't fought this year yet or ain't fought in a while yet. Just run down the list of fighters who ain't who ain't fought this year. The Charlo twins, Earl Spence, Terrence Crawford, Canelo is yet to debut this year. Has Carlos Adamas debuted this year? I know Jenna Big got a fight coming up this year. Um. I think Lubin got a fight coming up this year. I'm not sure if he debuted just yet. Uh, Castano say came back this year, and uh, I'm just looking through the rankings. Um, uh, uh, you know, Tim Zhu fought this year. Uh, Stanley ain't fought this year. I think they fight is allegedly back on for July 18th for Virgil Ortiz. Virgil Ortiz ain't fought this year, or Dennis Ugas ain't fought this year. Uh, uh, I mean. Uh, Josh Taylor ain't fought this year, I don't believe. That was last year. Uh, I mean, who else we got? Uh, Devin Haney ain't fought this year, believe it or not. So, I don't think Esau Cruz fought this year. Lomachenko ain't fought this year. Uh, Frank Martin ain't fought this year. Zepeda, William Zepeda got a fight coming up. George Camboso came back this year. You know, so it's a number of guys who 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 who... who who have not fought this year? Stephen Fulton ain't fought this year. So you think about it, man. It's a lot of guys who ain't fought in a long time, bro. You would think we should have a fight on every weekend this summer, or, or multiple fights weekends this summer. We just we just fought this year. He fought uh, he's fought uh, he fought uh, didn't he fight this year? He fought old buddy, uh, for the belt. He fought uh, my boy uh, Jose Zapata. That's my boy. Cool people suit. He fought. I think that was this year. No, that was last year. Damn, that was last. We just say fought this year. Damn, that was last year. Like a motherfucker. So I mean, we should be having a lot of fights coming on, man. We should be having a lot of fights coming in the summertime, cause we in the spring and, and, and a lot of guys still ain't fought, bro. A lot of guys still ain't fought. So, I mean, think about that for a minute. 
either 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 the, the money well is drying up in boxing, or you know, or these dudes ain't ain't gonna fight. Tank lied and said this was his best opponent face. I mean. Oh, hey, that's I get who better than Ryan Garcia? That's objective. So Spencer Crawford fighting the man died. I, I mean, did I it say I mean So I said no but Spencer Bud announcement. That's all I said. It wasn't no announcement on Saturday. So I was I don't know y'all looking for an announcement. I said no announcement was made. So what I'm gonna get to he said on Instagram, Freddie Rose used to say Floyd had to be and Floyd had a great job too. Yeah, 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 yeah. How many paper? Y'all got read that shit already. He said Earl like a cruise away. Earl been at welterweight for ten years. Surprised he hasn't moved up. Ain't no money at fifty four. All the money at forty seven. But Al Hawkins the only guy I saw staying in shape. Well, Floyd, Deontay Wilder. Well, that's just Deontay Wilder natural frame, I believe. I mean, F.E. Joshua always in, in shape. He just don't got. He got too much muscle. That's a lot of fighters who stay. In, in pretty good shape. Canelo. Canelo. You'll never see Canelo fat. Regis always stay in shape. This is some. It's some. It's some. My Johnson salute. Support the channel. Venmo CJ Good 313. This summer and fall should be lit. It should be. It's just a lot of guys and girls who ain't fought. Shakira's the only one who would be fighting consistently among. Oh, uh, uh, Tank. Tank already got two in the bank this year. You know, he's going to go sit down for a second, you know. He, sh he should get three. So I fought twice. I'm tired. <laughs> I'm like, motherfucker, you should be trying to run up another one, bro. You should be trying to run up another one. Gangsters, what's up, guys? But hold on. So apparently, i seen this going around on Instagram. Well, on Twitter first. And uh, a lot of people trying to read this nigga cryptic sketch. He said, I don't care what happens. One thing we're not going to do is go backwards. Or whatever. Uh, I don't know what the fuck that little thing is right there. Somebody tell me what that emoji is soon. I said, no, soon. Good shit last night, Tank. So uh, he said, we ain't going backwards. So he said, some news. So maybe you get an announcement pretty soon. Some people's taking that the wrong way. So, you know, I, I don't know what that means. Uh, somebody still told me they was fighting on June 17th. That's still the plan. Don't shoot the messenger. There's something that hurt. So, you know, I, I don't really know, bro. I don't really know. That's what he say, and um, I mean, yeah, uh, yeah. You know, that's just what it is. It is what it is. I mean, it would have been a perfect platform to announce it on Saturday night. You know what I'm saying? Uh, it was a great platform. A lot of uh, celebrities there. I mean, it definitely would have been the most, uh, the best thing on the undercard if they just got in the ring and did a, a small press conference. Better than the undercard, it wouldn't have cost them nothing. Maybe to count both of them guys a flight out there and get them a hotel room, it wouldn't have cost them nothing. That, that would have been better than the whole undercard. And they said with a cold feature, we're going to have two two fights on the, on, the, on the main event card. It's going to be an Errol Spence and Terrence Crawford press conference in the main event. That shit would have been better than that. You know? So, I mean, he said news coming soon. Like I said before, I don't know. I don't know. So, I, I expect, you know, is it the news that you're hoping to see? Shit, who knows, bro? 
Who knows? I mean, I don't know what's Keith Thurman doing. And I didn't know George Foreman movie came out. That shit like a Tubi movie from the highlights, though. I still go support it. So, yeah, I don't, I don't know, man. Uh, Keith Thurman just had another child, too. So he took his family to see the George Foreman movie. So, so I, I, I can't call it. But, you know, if they come with an announcement, they come with an announcement. If they don't, they don't. Um, I mean, and if it's Keith Thurman, people going to justify it. Uh, people ain't going to like it. If it's Terrence Crawford, a lot of people be happy about it. So, I mean, do whatever you want to do. You're a grown-ass man. You know, he want to move up and wait, move up and wait. You know, he said, I saw an article that said Tank getting sentenced uh, a month for a hit and run by four. Yeah, a sentence a month for, yeah, I can see a month from the, I don't know if it's from, it's a federal case. Probably 30 days, you probably get out before 30 days on good behavior. Shit going to feel like a long time in there. You know, if he be on good, they probably going to have an ISO. You need to go sit down, to be honest, dog. You need a little bit of time, bro. You know, we all need that reality check some time, making some bad decisions, bro. And, uh, caught up in doing dumb shit, you know. All these cameras they got on these corners, they're going to they gonna catch your black ass, trust me. Y'all got any questions, I'll answer them, but... Saturday would have been a perfect enough. And maybe they wanted to make it his own event. You know, Errol Spence press conference is kind of be like their own event. Um, but uh, if they don't make this fight it, it soon, it ain't going to never happen, bro. Yeah, it ain't going to never happen. So, uh, J.K. say Charles and White was right about uh, down niggas needing G. Yeah, my daddy said the same time. Niggas need that time. They 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 figure it out. They figure it out. Yeah, yeah, niggas need that time. You know, niggas. Hey, that time, man. You sit in there, motherfucker. You, you know, you can't do what you want to do and move how you want to move. You know, somebody got ate up alive by bed bugs or something in one of the prisons and shit like that. Staff infection going around. Ain't no bitches but the guards. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like. You know, some people need that, man. You get money, bro. Remember how Tommy Bones was on Belly? He had a couple dollars. This nigga thought he ruled the world and shit. So imagine Tank. He got millions legit. And you got these young black men making millions, young fighters in general making millions of dollars. These athletes in general. And they never had a job to balance a checkbook. They never had to pay a bill. So who you leaning on? You got to lean on your parents. And your parents ain't never had that much money. Unless you came from that lifestyle. So not only you learning to manage your money, and then you probably trusting somebody else to manage your money. Then you gotta manage the family around you and how you make it, how you making their money. You know, Rick Ross had the perfect remedy. He said, "My mother, he said my mother's sister ain't asked me for money in years." You know, he showed them how to. He gave them startup money, showed them how to make their startup money into more money. Now I ain't gotta worry about that. So you know, before you start lending down money, you should learn how to invest your money. You know, Magic Johnson had a great story on All the Smoke podcast on, you know, his road to uh, to being a business mogul.